What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I'm looking at this blog here. It's titled Three Ways to Make uh, Ad- to make Advancement Clear. They're talking about um, employee advancement and uh, helping employees get to another level in the organization. And they're talking about some of the structures and the systems um, that should be created. And so they talk about establishing a timeline uh, that is consistent for employee advancement uh, throughout a, any given year. They talk about understanding employee career desires, and then they talk about pay. I have a really out of the box thought that probably is not scalable. It could be, and I think where I'm looking to play, where I'm dealing with companies fifty to two hundred, I'm dealing with companies um, under under three fifty, under five hundred, companies that are really looking to make. Their organization is more humanistic and, 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 and more authentic at, a, at an employee first level. Um, I think this idea could work. For me, when I think about advancement in one's career, because I'm literally going through these ebbs and flows myself. I personally, and I think if we were to poll employees and have one-on-one conversations in, in, a, in, a, in, in a organization, Jesus, I couldn't get that out. Um, I believe that you would find Many people separate or should be educated around and the organizations should have systems around separating pay from career advancement and career opportunities. Let me explain. Let me let me explain. When I think about pay, I think about on one end of the ladder, you know, an employee coming from humble beginnings, an employee needing to support mom, dad. An employee needing to or having a desire to just level up themselves financially, right? The needs that come along with that, the desires that come along with pay, I believe are not necessarily connected to what they are tactically doing for a job. I believe pay is a part of literally the infrastructure of life here in North America. I think pay is just connected to an ego element. I think pay is connected to just things that they want to inevitably have and want to inevitably experience and how they want to support family members. I think pay is something that many, many folks just need, right? So when I think about money, I think about the ebbs and flows of giving someone more money, again, is separate from their desires and their needs to to grow in their career or work on new projects, learn from new team members, learn from managers, make relationship with managers and have a different title. Like I'll take myself for an example right now. I'm in a situation where I am starting to think a lot about money, right? I'm at that stage where I'm getting married, having kids soon. I'm thinking about scaling the amount of money that I'm bringing into the household to another level. That is very different than my mind as I think about deliverables, as I think about growing my skill set, growing my my palette in the leadership space, growing my palette in the HR space, growing my palette in the partnership integration space. I look at those things in, in two different veins, in two different lights. And so if I'm in an organization, what could be interesting is creating a system where Two times a year, three times a year, however however many times a year you can financially afford to do it. Making the increase of finances contextual to the human. And what I mean by that is if you make a standard across the board that once a year to all employees, we will give financial bumps up. 
And the only requirements we will have around that is um, emotional, psychological, and human performance variables. And what I mean by that is if we want to still work with this human being in the company, like you're not in any jeopardy of being fired because of tactical and emotional lack thereof, um, uh, your team members through 360 feedback loops are um, are are still happy and, and excited to work with you. Your managers are still happy and excited to work with you. You personally still want to be at this company for a long a mid to long period of time. Um, you're a good human, right? You're a good gal. You're a good guy. You're a good. You're a good person. Um, you you bring a lot of positivity to the organization. Um, as long as those things and those boxes are checked, I I, I don't think. And again, I know this could not and should not and will not ever be scalable in certain companies. But I I think for the right brand, and I think just thinking about this at a principle level. I don't think it's so crazy to think about once a year going to every organiz- every to every you know employee in every business unit and saying, "Look, let's have a one-on-one and let's walk through your personal life and we will provide a financial uptick with this percentage framework that we utilize that we're comfortable with." So if you have hourly employees, we'll we'll make a $1.50 uptick. We'll make a 250 uptick. You know, you, you guys have heard me talk about this a lot. I'm really big into contextualizing it, but I know that's not as, that's not always right or wrong or equitable or inclusive or perfect, right, or scalable. Um, but you, you've heard me talk about contextualizing pay. You've heard me talk about if I'm sitting down with Derek, Andrew, and Bob, and Derek and Andrew are having a lot of things happening with family, friends, colleagues, husband, wife, whatever the case is going to be, and they need an extra 5000 for this year. Once that once a year moment comes up, and then that's their contextual reality. If five thousand is that number, but 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 Susan's number is only three, I do I do want to find someone that can help me make that contextual nuance and up and down and variables happen. I don't think that's bad. So when I think about money, I think about the need of money. I think about the desire of money. I think about food, rent, bills, vacations. Um, I think about money separate and in a different category that should be have different systems and processes connected to it. Now, performance, career growth, new roles, new titles. Let's let's talk about that now. I think every high level, I think every I think this is what I think. I think most professionals, not all, but most professionals want to either learn something new want to work on new projects or interested in new projects or interested in learning something new out of ego, just wants a new title because it's connected to another goal in their career or had, or, or they all have a somewhere where they inevitably want to go from a career mapping perspective. And I believe it is the head of people, head of each department, every manager's job to understand where that career map ends and where that is going and, 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 and checking in, Frankly, on a three-month basis to understand the ebbs and flows and the differences and the, and the drop-offs and the new ideas of that career map. And I believe that providing new opportunities, providing new titles, providing new roles and expectations and deliverables are a different bucket. It is a different bucket in my eyes. 
because I'm thinking about myself and I'm thinking about certain colleagues. There have been times in my career where I wanted to take on more responsibility, more time, more energy, more nuance, more, more, more um, opportunities. And I didn't feel this crazy need to then have that connected to the amount of increase of money that I'm getting. And so the punchline I'm trying to share is this. When I think about an organization and I think about career desires, I think about establishing a timeline for employee advancement. And when I think about pay, I don't always look at pay to be connected exactly to performance or exactly to a role. I look at pay at a very contextual world, but I also look at employee advancement, understanding employee career desires in another contextual role. And I do believe that systems and models should be built for both. I do believe there should be established timelines around employee advancement. I do believe there should be established timelines and systems and coaching methods and frameworks that are utilized to understand employee career desires. But I also believe there should be contextual nuances built to give someone 5,000 more, 3,000 more, 10,000 more that's not necessarily 100% connected to their ability to bring something more tangibly valuable to the org. And again, I know this is not perfect. I know many HR professionals in this world may completely rip me apart. But what I'm looking for folks listening to this is to take this perspective and run with it and then couple it with the tried and true HR people ops methodologies and functions. Because that's really who I think I, I most am is I believe what I'm trying to bring to the table is, is new energies, new thoughts, new perspectives, um, new principles. And then, of course, the best generalists in the world, the best executives, HR business partners, all the, all the real tactical you know, career HR folks work with me to then take this principle, this, 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 this humanistic variable and adjust it to make it um, scalable throughout an org. But I do believe, again, at a psychology and human level, money is in one category and can be, and advancement of a career and career desires can be and should be potentially in another bucket. I do believe that that could and should exist because I do believe there's different psychological patterns and moments in one's life that there should be, again, different frameworks and structures and models that are connected to each of those. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives, and um, we'll talk soon.